to the Mass Singer podcast here on Reality TV Rehap Ups. I'm your host, Liana, Pokemon go to the polls, Boris, and I am here with my fantastic co-host, Puya, just chilling in Cedar Rapids, Zanvakili. Puya, how are you doing on this fine autumn afternoon? I'm good, you know, fresh off of the DeLorean with those references you just threw at us, but... <laughs> Very excited yeah. for some mass Singer. <laughs> 2016 all over again when we still had some hope. Yes. So we are here to talk about episode f- six, six of season 10. And we're talking all about Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter night. Pooja, were you excited? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And (laughs) it was good. Okay, so I here's the thing. I enjoyed the Harry Potter night. I feel like they they went the right route with the theme. It wasn't too imposing. I will talk about the clue, the extra clue that the theme gives out. That was questionable at best. But I think ultimately it was fine. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was fun that they, I mean, you know, the fact that they had four contestants, one, two, three, four, yeah, four contestants, and they did the sorting hat into the four houses. I thought that that was fun. That was very thematic. I thought that the costumes that the judges did were really above and beyond. Jenny going full out with the Dumbledore costume, that was a lot, (laughs) but like in a good way, right? It's like clear that they were really getting into it. Although I will say Robin just looks like something he would regularly wear, but the others were great. Yeah, I feel like Robin kind of phoned it in, but then Jenny balanced that out by going nuts on the on the outfit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then the one other thing about the just the theme before we start to get into all the meats and the potatoes and whatnots, the the butter beans no, butterbeer, the butterbeer, if you were, of this episode, is that the lower thirds, I I saw all of them, but the only one that really stood out to me was Nick Cannon's, which was, could start his own wizarding school, which I was like, is that a reference to how many kids he yes, has? Right? Okay. Okay. He can literally I just start make sure I his own and enter the Triwizard Tournament with a whole roster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Good. Great. Well, I'm glad that we sorted that out. Yeah, I did like Robin said broke out of Azkaban to be here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Robin's made me chuckle, especially because he was supposed to be serious black, which again, his outfit just looked like something that he got out of his own closet. So I don't know how much he really committed to the bit, but at mm-hmm. least the producers were trying to do that for him. All right. 
So first things first, right out the gate, we get a performance from Adrian Bailone, who was Puya's favorite costume of all time, the Flamingo from season three. I thought this was really fun to have her here. I didn't quite understand. Like, I guess they just had an empty slot and they wanted her to come back and perform. Okay. Well, first of all, season two. Yeah. That's um, hey. You said season three. Oh, okay. I meant season two. I've written down season two because the flamingo was always that third wheel in the uh, bulldog versus fox or Rottweiler versus fox battle. Yeah. Fallen angel there. I thought this was a good spot. I, I liked, I thought she did a great performance. It was a good time. I still maintain the flamingo was a poor outfit. However, the singer within underneath the mask, different gravy. Good stuff. Yeah, I do wonder if they were ever in the business of bringing back repeat competitors, like from the their own franchise, like from the U.S. season, how some people would fare. And I do think that she's the type of person that on the right season. She could win, <laughs> like throw her on season. Which one did Tayana Taylor win? Because I feel like she could compete with her. And then that could have been like an all-out showdown. Mm-hmm, I anyway, could see that. Neither here nor there. Okay, Puya, let's kick things off with our first performer of the evening, Tiki, back again. Run us through the clue package. My name is Tiki. Tiki, 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 Tiki. Tiki. Um, Tiki said that Harry Potter night was fitting, that they found magic in their days. Um, there comes a time when they need to decide what comes next. Do you water down or do you change with the times? Which I thought, what? Uh, okay. Uh, there was a piano and then there was a moment where I thought it was like a gaming slash streaming nod, but I think it's just because the Tiki has a headpiece, a microphone in their face, like Ah. that's custom put on the costume. It's not an extra bit. They said that they used to party till 6am and now they wake up at 6am we did see a sad emoji, and then we saw them amongst five tiki's total, so maybe a boy bander type situation. That's yeah, kind of where we left. That's what I was thinking too. The number of people in the in their band, five. Yeah. Um, that or it could refer to the number of children. So Oh, that's also possible. That was the other thought I had. And then when the 6 a.m. nod, there was also that visual clue of the grandfather clock. And I don't know if that was a very conscious choice of a clue where this person is a grandfather. But then in that case, that also helps to put things in perspective in terms of potentially the age of this person. Mm-hmm. So if that's true, then that's someone with a that, who has grandkids. So that could be something to keep in mind. And then I didn't really understand what the frowning face on the tissue box meant. Like I was like, what does this mean? Sad, crying, tear, tears, sadness, <laughs> sad tissue, <laughs> sad, t- <laughs> not sad tissue. What's happy tissue? I don't know. Okay. Happy tissues when you wipe tears of joy, but usually tears it's of joy. tears of sadness. I see. So for the tiki, then potentially it's tears of sadness. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had, um, again, also, as you mentioned, some continuation of clues from last time, like the light, don't let yourself get watered down. Uh, it, was there also a shot of alcohol bottles? And then again, refers to um, them becoming sober and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I feel like we got a few sort of minor clues 
to help us move forward, but nothing major. I still think that we're sort of on track with this being, you know, a former band member. I'm thinking it's got to be a band that was popular in like the 70s or the 80s. And I'm, I did a, so much Googling to try to figure this out. And I feel like I am no closer to identifying this person. You see, these are decades that I'm unfamiliar with. So I would have a tough time knowing who this could be. The judges seem to have thought that this could be, let's see, what do they have in their, in their guesses? There was a Dave Grohl mention, a John Bon Jovi. Robin went with Robert Plant. I feel like I don't think it's either of them, but I don't know who else I could offer you in return. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, is that I feel like we're not focused. Like so much of this person's clue package is about their journey to sobriety. And I just haven't seen the judges mention that really at all when who they're going through. So like I went through like some now sober like front men and none of them I felt really fit the bill for the rest of the clues. So that's what also leaves me a little bit a little bit out in the dark. But this was the performance to open the night. So usually they put one of their better performers at the beginning. Puya, do you think that that lived up to to the first billing? I guess? So this was the interesting thing for me. I thought this was a good performance from the Tiki. The song was uh, Magic by Pilot, so magic was in the name, so that works. Uh, but I, I don't know. I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent. It wasn't like the best, but it was pretty good. Yeah, he's definitely a good singer. And I think, again, this continues to fit in with I can see him fronting a band. I think the falsetto was really strong. Um, also, just for the theme, the backup dancers, each being part of a house, I thought was really fun because I didn't know they Same. were going to sort them into the houses at the time. So I was like, OK, that's cute. Now, once, once they said the special guest was the sorting hat, I was like, OK, yeah. I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing that I did notice about the Tiki was he's wearing some serious platform heels. Like, I don't know why I didn't notice this last time. Maybe just because I wasn't, I was too busy staring at the rest of his costume instead of his feet. But underneath his little Tiki, there's like the grass skirt leg warmers is what I want to call them. There's these like big chonky heels underneath. So I think this could be someone who is shorter. Again, doesn't really help me at all. but. If I can start to get in the realm, that would be something that would be confirmatory for me. If this is someone who's maybe a little bit on the shorter side. Yeah. I Okay. I will keep We've high check now and that could help potentially. Yeah. <laughs> high check. <laughs> is that a thing? Do people do that? I, I, I think so. <laughs> what is it that what is it that people yell when they're like, what check? Coat check. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of oh, okay. blank check. That was a big TikTok thing like two years ago. I see. Yes. Well, that fits with my 2016 references. Yeah. All right. <laughs> One thing that was okay. So performance was super fun. I now that we're sort of getting to the place where it's like, okay, who could we foresee coming out of this group? I want us to make our predictions at the end. The Tiki was not someone who I thought could make it out, but I kind of feel like he's a little bit more of a dark horse contender. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a, a world in which I could see Tiki end up coming out of this group as the winner because he's sort of been impressing me every week. Not like, oh my God, this is the best singer I've ever heard ever in my entire life. Oh my God, amazing. But he's just so solid, right? Like that's the best way that I can think to describe him. Yeah, no, I agree with that sentiment. I really do. Well, let's talk about the clue. 
Okay, Puya, you had some thoughts on this. The sorting hat is brought out and gives us its little dibbity doodah sorting banter. Yeah, uh, brave at heart, daring, better be Gryffindor. So Gryffindor is the house for the Tiki. And the Tiki says that you got to be brave to be front and center on the uh, types of stages I command, which I think all but confirms front man in whatever venture they're in. Yep. So that was pretty useless, (laughs) in my opinion. I mean, again, it was nice knowing like, yeah, okay, it's a front man. We get it. Thank you. Something more useful would be great. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if you noticed, Puya, the crowd was, I, I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't make this up. The crowd was cheering for Hufflepuff. Did you notice that at all? So I only started picking up on the crowd uh, doing the um, the cheering after the Tiki's because I wasn't paying attention. Okay. Uh, but that being said, I feel like every time the crowd was correctly cheering the right purse the right house after Uh that so yeah the uh, the production finally were like oh crap we gotta tell them what to do we can't edit out this audio um but yeah that was cute i i don't know maybe i think the tiki could belong in hufflepuff oh i mean usually i feel like anyone that gets gryffindored could also be hufflepuff potentially i feel like those are the two that you kind of back and forth with and i feel like a lot of people will back and forth with the ravenclaw and Slytherin of it all. Because if you're like, Ravenclaw's like inherently smart. Slytherin is like evil, but crafty. So if you're like Mm -hmm. smart, but also have a tinge of evil, you could potentially end up in either house. Whereas with Gryffindor and Hufflepuff, I feel like Gryffindor is all about like, you're brave. So (laughs) if you're you're not brave, you go to Hufflepuff. Slytherins are not inherently evil. Okay. Just because the villains have all come from Slytherin. They're just self-interested. Yeah, is that what we're calling it? <laughs> yeah. There's like, what, right. one well, good Slytherin out there? What do you mean one good Slytherin? Yeah. What and what it, did what did Crab and Goyle do again? They were pretty useless. Uh, they so. were pretty messed up okay. and mean. And they, they didn't they become like the uh what was it had part of umbridge's crew that were like torturing oh, yeah. kids so they may have become death eaters at one point too i don't they, know. oh they fully <laughs> did not may they fully did <laughs> yeah all right well anyway if your name is Snape, you will get all the hate that's what i say yeah that's good oh yeah that was kind of sad i mean i'm not gonna lie i did have a moment of sadness when i saw that ken was dressed up like uh snape because my heart immediately goes to alan rickman yeah so it's just like oh twinge of sad okay anything else you want to say about the tiki puya no i again fine opening nothing too impressive but nothing to talk smack on either hmm. all right well let's move on over to the husky this is uh, who I have decided to be rooting for out of this group, especially as I have no no stake in this for my draft. So the Husky is my pick. And for the clue packages this week, we got that the Husky was picked on a lot as a kid and that the other pups <laughs> would call him skinny. There was a visual clue of three, I think three dogs, and one of them was a ghost dog. Or I think it was supposed to be his Patronus. I don't know. I wasn't 100% sure. I also thought one of the dogs looked like they were dressed like a priest. 
I don't know if that's useful <laughs> or if I even saw that correctly. He looked like he had one of those little like priest outfits on. Who let the priest dogs out? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, so yeah, so then the husky started working out uh, because he was picked on for being called skinny. So then he got jacked. Um, and then there was a visual clue. It was a globe, but specifically focused on Asia. And then a red rose is a visual clue. And then in terms of the story, let's like, oh, he got picked on a lot. And then he got buff, but he still doesn't feel like he's made it. Maybe like some imposter syndrome. And then three kings of hearts for playing cards for another visual clue. And that, that clue is the only clue I needed to lock in my previous guess as officially the right guess. Okay, walk us through that. Okay, so three kings. It's a deck of okay. cards. Now, now to the layman, it's like, oh, it's three of a kind. It's like a poker player. No. Uh, mm-hmm. Three Kings is a collaborative album that Genuine, which was my initial guess, mm-hmm. was a part of. That album was done with Tank and Tyrese. Mm-hmm. Tyrese, who has been on The Masked Singer as well before, might I add. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... I think that I I agree with you. I think that that's probably the indication of that. I think what I struggled with, with maybe some of the other clues, I'd have to go back and like, take a look. Um, But I think especially last week just felt so damning is not the word I'm thinking of, but it just felt like we were getting so much. Mm -hmm. So then this, the TGT reference combined with the performance for me, specifically the dance moves in this performance, I think is what really sold it for me that this is indeed genuine. Also, by the way, because I have been, I was listening to a lot of genuine <laughs> as I as do, you do. Yeah. as I do, as one does. And I also listen to a lot of Neo and I will tell you if those two end up in the finals together or there's some match against them, I'm definitely rooting for the Husky Genuine's music is better than Neo's music. There I said it. Neo fans come at me. Genuine's music is better. Okay. That's an interesting... I'm going to run a poll on Twitter right now. I feel like that's an interesting versus that I've never thought of putting against each other. Okay, because what I did is I took both of their... Uh, what does Spotify do? Does those playlists that it's like, this is Genuine or like, yes. this is Neo. So I took those playlists, I mushed them together and then I was like, okay, who's as we shuffle through the songs, like whose songs do I end up gravitating more towards? And I do think that Neo's got some hits, but I think that Genuine's hits out hit Neo's hits. And also, yeah, I just I just overall vibed with Genuine uh, much better. I just you can't beat Pony. I think too is also what's really tough. Like the high, you know, the ceiling on on Genuine for me is higher than the ceiling for Neo. Again, not that Neo doesn't have good music, but that was my overall impression. So no one asked for it, but that's my opinion. Now, well, we appreciate your opinion. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Which I think I'm with you, by the way. That came off like I didn't agree with you. I think I agree with you. Yeah, you should, because it's the correct opinion. But let's see what the internet thinks. Did you put out the poll? I do. Oh, oh. my God. Well, <laughs> There's a dude on a bike outside that went zooming home to vote on this poll. Uh, um, yeah, I said, who has the better music, Genuine or Neo? And we'll wait okay. and see what the results are. I mean, it is, uh, I feel like I dropped it at a bad time, but also now or never. 
yeah, now or never. We'll see. We can re uh, uh, check back in by the end. All right. Let's talk about the performance from the Husky Super Freak by Rick James. What do you think, Puya? Yeah, very much a magic themed song for sure. I tried so hard to scramble <laughs> my brain to see why and how we get there. At best, I got superhero yeah. magic, superhero equal magic. That's what I got too. It's the super part, right? Or maybe there's a, is there a lyric that I'm forgetting? Uh, let's see. Should I open the lyrics? Let me open the lyrics for okay. you. Because yeah, this was, I mean, that we had, we had anticipated <laughs> that it was going to be, oh, it's songs that are going to reference, you know, magic, spell, potion, which we do end up seeing a lot of those, right? I mean, literally the first song was magic. <laughs> so. That made sense to me. Super Freak, not on my short list, if I'm being honest. Yeah, uh, listen, she's a very kinky girl, the kind you don't take home to mother. She uh -huh. will never let your spirits down once you get her off the street. Oh, girl, she likes the boys in the band. She says that I'm her all-time favorite. Yeah, uh, listen, I'm reading these. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of magic here. <laughs> well she'll never let your spirits down spirits are like magical spirits so maybe she's just yeah. like chilling with that ouija board that's one line at the end of the song <laughs> so, well when i get there she's got incense wine and candles wine okay. and candles very much a proponent of the great hall in harry potter i suppose and incense right that's kind of like okay let's burn some incense vibes yeah, do do, no. do wizards do that? Do witches do that? <laughs> I don't know. We should ask. What's the name of the woman on ninety? Who's a uh, Ashley? Witch. Yeah, let's ask her. See what she has to say. I think I actually did. No, she did burn incense when they got back yeah. to her house. Okay, yeah. so, so here's yeah, the thing. Easy, nailed it. While I will give them some shade because where's the magic here? I mm -hmm. love the song choice, and I'm happy yeah. they let the husky do it. So I had a good time. This was. A good combination of vocals and razzle dazzle. And you know me, I'm a sucker for that razzle dazzle. So mm -hmm. I, I would co sign that. At first, not gonna lie, it was a little nervous, but it got better as he went along. And I just thought that it was really, really fun. Like I had mm -hmm. a really fun time. And his tone, again, is just so, there's something so beautiful about it that I really, really appreciate. So combining that with, the the dance moves that we got to see, which in this performance, the iconic body roll that as soon as he did it and obviously genuine on the mind, I immediately thought of the pony music video because mm -hmm. I can see him on stage shirt open doing that body roll is like, y'all, this is to me the biggest clue out there of all time. So assuming that that's correct, then. A plus thumbs up. I, I did wish a little bit that his costume, because he's in a bit of a bulky costume and genuine is like, I mean, also a dancer is kind of felt like a key part of his brand. Mm -hmm. So I do wish he, he was in a costume that gave him a little bit more movement, but not mad at it. And it's a cool costume anyway. So. Yeah, I love the costume. I love the performance. I love the Huskies on my team. So I'm loving everything that we got here from the Husky. It was a good time had and i think this is one of the ones that i would definitely put on rewind and watch again i will say i think their first performance was better but i do not think that 
it is yeah. a problem because I think they were in the top two tonight, no matter how you look at it. Right. I, I yeah, I completely agree. Um, and that's why I was a little nervous when he started. So I was like, oh, yeah. uh oh, <laughs> like, I hope it wasn't just a one really, really solid performance, but it, it picked up. I thought it was good. And the Husky gets sorted into Hufflepuff. One of us. One of us. One of you, yes. Trust and loyal were the key traits that the Husky possesses. Is it time for me to admit that I am the Husky? Uh, It's you. (laughs) It's me. It's me. Um, Yeah, so what was funny was yeah the the loyalty the trust that's not really why this clue led to hufflepuff for the husky it led to Mm -hmm. hufflepuff for the husky because the husky has had had, does have a connection to mr puff aka p diddy (laughs) can we start calling p diddy mr puff (laughs) i don't think i want to do that (laughs) yeah i don't either what was the name spongebob wasn't the name of spongebob's driving instructor mrs puff i've never watched spongebob Okay. So. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. All right. Well, yes. So we get the P. Diddy reference. Booyah, what, how does that connect to Genuine? First of all, it is Mrs. Puff. Yes. Um, ah. How does it connect to Genuine? I assume there's some kind of collaboration that's happened somewhere, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to immediately do. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was um, featured on P. Diddy's number one hit, I Need a Girl, part two. I love I Need a Girl. It's a great song. Um. Yeah, Diddy and Genuine featuring Loon, Mario Winans, uh, Tammy. Yeah. So yeah, that's the connection there. That's the big connection. Is that song? Yes. Okay. So what else? Uh, some of the guesses for the Husky this week. Jenny guesses Brian McKnight, which he Give was already up, on Jenny. the. Ma- I know. Give it up. Also, what are you he doing? Was, he was on the Masked Dancer. <laughs> okay, like he clearly got asked to do a show and chose actively chose the mask dancer all right so he's not coming on the mask singer but nicole and robin agrees guesses genuine did you have a little bit of nervousness booya <laughs> that he was going to be in danger given the correct guess you know naturally we start sweating it out a little bit when that happens but i felt like ultimately i wasn't worried for the husky because my whole thought was okay at worst case scenario, the wild card comes in and wows us and Husky second in this group. I wasn't worried about the Husky getting unseated. That being said, the Mass Singer has made decisions before that I've not agreed with. So um, I'm already mentally preparing for Husky to not make it out of this group just off the fact that they know they've name dropped who I think it is now. So I know. I know. That does make me nervous as well. All right, Puya. Let's take a quick break and then we'll get on with the rest of the episode. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. And we are flying right back at you. The next contestant we're going to talk about is the Hawk. Huya, walk me through the clues. I do love that you just fully decided I'm going to talk through all the Husky clues and then leave him with the Hawk. Um, I'm just alternating. Uh, (laughs) Fine, I'll do the Hawk. You can do the Sea Wizard. 
First of all, it's see queen get you address royalty as they are supposed to be addressed. Okay. Uh, second of all, no, I'll take it over. I'll take it over with the hawk. Um, so the hawk was a bit of a sad clue package here. We find out that the hawk um, had someone, a close, a loved one that died to cancer. They were their best friend. They went through some loneliness, through some depression. We did see a visual clue of a the word teen, and then with a scratch mark through it. So a teen what, slasher. Um, ultimately this ends up being a little ah. too on the nose for who it was. Um, and then there was a book that said, don't open on it. And then mama Hawk said, I love you always. Yes. Okay. Sorry. The slasher clue. I, that literally just clicked for me because I was more <laughs> concerned with the constellation. Oh my God. Of course you were. I was like stars. And then I was like, Ooh, do you think if there's like a specific constellation in there, we should try to uh, anyway. Um, yeah. So that was absolutely not the case. So, all right. Look, Hawk gets unmasked. Okay. I did not know who this person was at all. So, for me, it felt like, okay, these clues are pointing in a very specific direction. And in retrospect, end up being extremely obvious. Because did you mention Teen Wolf last week? I don't think I mentioned Teen Wolf. Okay. I feel like you did mention something with the wolf, and maybe it was like going to be very obvious. Because the unmasked contestant here for the Hawk is Tyler Posey. Mm-hmm. Whomst I do not know. I have never watched Teen Wolf. I have never watched Teen Wolf the movie. So unfortunately, I'm not familiar uh, with his work. Uh, I am also in a position where Teen Wolf was not on my... I've heard of Teen Wolf. I know that Teen Wolf is a thing for sure, but I didn't really know the actor in it. I didn't know what the premise of the show is. Um, however, in the clue package last week, we did see a full moon, which... Yes. Could be like a, a not like a werewolf type situation. Right. Um, and then, oh, last week it was uh, got my teen heart beating was part of the clue package, which felt right. like, ooh, teen, teen wolf. So there's there's there were some subtle clues in there throughout the whole thing. But ultimately, I did not know who this was. Uh, the extra clue they got last week was the photo of Miley Cyrus. So that was kind of where I was trying to see if this is someone from like the Hannah Montana realm. Oh, yeah. What is his connection with Miley Cyrus? I was uh, trying looking to... It up. Okay, yeah, because for me, obviously, uh, I wouldn't even say subtle for some of the clues. Like, the teen wolf clue, it's like teen werewolf, teen wolf, and then the teen in the constellation. So that could mean, like, a teen star, or also, like, nighttime. And then the slasher, he was in... Where was it? He was in the third season of VH1 slasher TV series Scream. So that, again, fits with the whole, like, kind of horror element. I I didn't know if there were Egyptian hieroglyphs in one of, or hieroglyphics in one of the clues. And then also the Don't Open book was very confusing to me. Or I didn't know if that was actually a clue or not. But it just felt like the teen, teen wolf clues were very all over the place. Um, Tyler Posey was on a show called Doc that starred Billy Ray Cyrus, and I believe Miley Cyrus also does make an appearance in that. That's okay, like the first and, link I see. And that makes sense also because there was a stethoscope as a visual clue, 
there we go hawk in this clue package so i think all of those things uh kind of fit together to tie up the clue package liana what network do you think teen wolf ran on uh it seems like something that would be on the cw yeah no it's a mtv show oh mtv still making well this was from 2011 to 2017 is when Uh, it went okay yeah i see okay uh yeah, never seen it. I I think I saw the original Teen Wolf from like the 80s, but I didn't see any of the the new adaptations. Um I will say Google is now suggesting because I had to search up Tyler Posey. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. So now it's giving me a bunch of articles about Tyler Posey and one of them was like, "Oh, Tyler Posey's co-star not invited to his wedding or like didn't go to his wedding. Click here to find out why." And I have absolutely no interest in these people, but I was like, oh, why? <laughs> I wanted to know why. But I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, well, you should tell me. But it was one of those websites when I went to click on it that was like, please disable your um, ad blockers. And I was like, no. nah, <laughs> you can't make me disable my ad blockers. I'm out of here. So unfortunately, I'll never, I guess I'll never know why his co-star was not at his wedding. But Okay, well, real quick, do you want an update on the poll I'm running? Yes. Okay, 76 votes in. Okay. And the score is 67% to 33%. Okay. With Neo in the lead. Okay, well, obviously we can't trust that poll, so. (laughs) (laughs) I did text. (laughs) I texted our friends Chappelle and Sasha, who I've uh, done some brackets for music from the era. That I think will also have a good opinion. So I texted both of them. We'll see when their responses are going to come in. But uh, yeah, it looks like Neo's got this. I feel like Neo is also the more um, potentially the more like uh, featured. Well, Neo's more current. So I think that that's also another thing to keep in mind is that people are going by recency bias. I'm telling you, this is genuine. This is Neo. Put playlists, mash them together, listen to them all. Then come back and answer please. Uh, <laughs> survey and then we'll see who's at us at us on twitter at leon rhap at puyism tell us your opinions uh if you uh, have any strong ones yeah i'm just saying uh we could look at let's see so spotify monthly listens neo has 23 million oh 23 million two hundred and nine thousand and genuine has <laughs> A page Ah, on Spotify. Six million. Yeah. So, all right. Look, y'all are sleeping on Genuine. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Wait, what are you saying? The math makes sense. What do you mean? Six million versus 20 some six million. Yeah. Genuine's overperforming based on the poll. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Go Genuine. (laughs) All right. What else do we, where were we? Okay, we're talking about the Hawk. Oh yeah, the Hawk's performance. So every little thing she does is magic by the police from the Hawk here. And this was kind of like the rock, more rock version. And it's funny because you and I, Puya, had talked about how we thought that this was someone who was maybe a little bit older. And it was finally in this performance that I started second guessing that like even the teen, like the teen clues, you can be a teen star in any decade. So that didn't really make me think like, oh, this is someone younger, but it was the specifically the body movements in this performance. I don't know why, but then I was like, oh, maybe we need to reconsider who this is. Yeah, I don't know. I thought this was the worst performance of the night. 
And not in like oh, a yeah. mean way, but in a clearly not up to scuff. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree. I agree with that in terms of the quality of the performance. I meant more just in like the physical body movements of trying to sort of guess someone's age based on how they can move. I think he's just really limited by the costume, which made him seem a little bit, I don't know, stiffer maybe is the right move. Potentially, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, so, Huya, what was the sorting hat have to say about the hawk? Well, the hawk is one of your peeps because uh, the hawk is from a raven claw. Okay, so pew, the pew, hawk pew, says, pew, pew. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. I was a good student. Well, at least you saw me on TV pretending to be a good student. So, yeah, you heard it here first. Apparently, Ravenclaw the only only people that can be good students, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I like it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. They're well, going no, no, for this no, complain. Let us hear your thoughts. No, I mean, yes, obviously we do have the capacity to be good students, but I think the key with Ravenclaw is that it is this genuine, genuine curiosity and like wanting to learn and solve problems and whether or not that does manifest in the ability to do school well, because being good at school is not equate, I believe, to the intellectual curiosity that a Ravenclaw should exhibit. So like (laughs) of the four houses. I feel like Ravenclaw was the least relevant in the uh, Harry Potter timeline. Because at least Cedric Diggory was in Hufflepuff. <laughs> he right? Word being was. Shout out to Cedric. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Cedric was in Hufflepuff and was in like the Triwizard Tournament and everything. So that that's where Hufflepuff's relevancy began and ended, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, but then what? Ravenclaw had... Um, Cho, who was Harry's love interest for like half a half a movie, yeah. half a book. Okay. Uh, and and who else? <laughs> was Tonk was Tonks in Ravenclaw? I don't know, but also Ravenclaw um did become relevant in the Horcrux hunting later on. So I guess that's where they came to shine. Yeah. Plus, like the diadem or whatever. That's the one. Ravenclaw that's what item. Yeah, that's definitely the coolest. Like, who needs a sword when you have a crown? <laughs> yeah, thing? Like, most- that's dope. Okay, the most relevant part of this house is a uh, relic of the past, is what you're telling me. So was the sword. Yeah, but the sword matters. Sword. Yeah, but why did it matter? Hmm? The sword literally took down the basilisk. The sword took down Nagini. The sword hmm. took down the how many yeah, of the horse? The sword literally the was the character. goat of the items in the show. That's because Gryffindor was meant to be the hero, and and that was the way. That no, the story it's was because told. they were brave. Oh, because they yeah, because they were brave. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, tell you know, that to the- you know how many years of my life as a kid, I was like, I would for sure be Gryffindor, only to find out I'm Hufflepuff, and then be and then be like, no, go through denial, and then later be like, you know what? It's absolutely correct. This is me. <sighs> yeah, it is you, and that's a good thing. You have Cedric Diggory, and plus, wasn't Neville Longbottom supposed to be in uh, Hufflepuff too? Well, he wasn't. And he's like a huge hero. Yeah. He's brave. He's a brave Gryffindor. I could never be him. I could never. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. What That's was enough the other Harry Potter? I feel like we're <laughs> like deep in the Harry Potter lore. Lore. Okay. So, what were the other? The only guess I wrote down was Ken's of Andrew Garfield, and I remember someone said like, "Oh, not bad." And I was like, "Not bad." <laughs> like, in what universe do you guys think this is Andrew Garfield? Anyway. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. 
And Ken has won a lot, but this is where he takes a big L. <laughs> and also lost a lot, yeah. Well, let's talk about our wild card performer here, Puya. It is Batman. Oh, Sea Queen. I realized that was us in the middle. I was like, why am I doing the Batman theme song? Sea Queen. Okay. Sorry, the insides of me hurt. Okay, so the Sea Queen. Sea Queen comes out as our wild card. And for the clue package, we get a lot of info here. So the the whole story was about how the wild the Sea Queen has always been a wild card in life. So it fits that they're the wild card. And they had their first job giving museum tours at 14, but then got fired. Got into a fancy fancy boarding school, but then got kicked out. And twists and turns have made her into the triple threat that she is. And by the way, Puya, I'm sure you were happy to hear this. In this context, triple threat means comedy, writing, and singing. So See? See? <laughs> Look, but she had to specify it. The fact that it was specified, the default is, is singing, dancing, and acting is the default. So the fact that she had to point it out meant that it was different from the default. Yeah, but okay? listen, the default is the default because you're thinking of it being the default. So that's on you for making that your default. I feel like everyone should explain and expand on their triple threatness because I think we are all triple threats in our own right. Look, I'm not saying what society should do. I'm just saying what is currently accepted by others as the norm. I am a triple threat in the weekends, and that triple threat is eating, drinking, and sleeping. And then I'm a triple threat in the weekday when I'm streaming, podcasting, and husbanding <laughs> what's my triple threat anxiety <laughs> uh, <laughs> overworking and bicycling you have better triple threats out there but that's one you of your triple so? threats that's oh absolutely yeah that's why so. that's one of them that's one of them <laughs> yeah one of many one of many okay um also for the clue package for the the sea queen there was a Black Widow visual clue. Mm -hmm. There was a CD player. Oh, and the they're preparing for a new tour. And there was also a clue at the very beginning. There was a silhouette. So four silhouettes of women. Two on were bag. blue. On a bag. Two were blue. One was pink. And one was yellow. What'd you make of this clue package, please? Is there anything that I forgot to mention as well? Uh, I don't think you failed to mention anything. But ultimately for me... I yeah. knew this wasn't going to be someone I'm going to know. And ultimately, especially when we heard them perform, I was like, I, this is going to be outside of what I know. So. <laughs> so you were just like, I'm not going to try. I kind of just <laughs> tapped out and I was like, all right. Yeah, I know. I know what this is. And I, by I know, I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, did the performance give you anything? Love potion number nine. First of all, great song choice. I feel like yes. this is very much in the magic theme. I like that we're bringing potions into it. So that's good. Um, so there we go. Uh, but no, I genuinely am telling you, I didn't get any closer to figuring out who this is. Okay. Uh, so this person has a very distinct voice. Like, I, what I'm struggling to... Oh, what I'm struggling to decide. So, okay. Full transparency. I have not been on social media 
in a long time. Okay. Um, I just don't care for it anymore. But I had to go on social media to tweet out the game that we're doing for the BNB, which, by the way, if you're interested and are a fan of Survivor, check out my Twitter. I tweeted out a link to a survey. If you love surveys, if you filled out Puya's survey, come fill out mine. It's all about Survivor meets candy. It'll be fun. And I saw a tweet about who someone thought this person could be. And now I'm having a hard time unhearing it. So I don't know what to do because my original assumption was that I thought that this was going to be a performer who was probably an icon maybe a few decades ago and they're coming back and they're starting to perform. I thought this might be someone who is a singer or given the comedy writing and singing that this could be someone who's a comedian, but also maybe like a. a like the singing comedian you know like that they incorporate singing into their touring and especially because they're preparing for a new tour i was like okay is this a comedy tour is this a musical tour so i didn't really have a good guess at the end of the episode when i watched it proper uh is there a butt coming no Okay, well, that was uh, a lot. Uh, <laughs> only to get no answer. Well, I don't, well you're not going to help. <laughs> I don't. I I literally will be useless. I will be useless. I will not know who this is. So, okay, uh, yeah, I, it's very much like that for me with the mass singer, where I either immediately know and can figure it out based on like two looks on like some clues. Or mm-hmm. I am like, okay, this is someone I might know, might be familiar with, and I dig. Or I fully know I don't know, and then I make no effort in figuring it out. Yeah. Because in order for me to figure it out, if I really don't know, I'd have to go and basically do like a deep, deep search. And I don't really want to do that. <laughs> like do a Google search? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, the other clue package was so the last house that we haven't seen someone sorted into is Slytherin. Um, and what is said is that that this person has always been clever in their career, and you'll never know what genre you'll catch them in next. This is intriguing to me because I feel like this is probably someone who is a singer, but has also ventured into TV, ventured into movies, like has done a bunch of other stuff. I think the fact that it says genre is supposed to make you think they've done multiple types of music, which could be the case, but I'm assuming more so that it's the other. Yes, I I think it's just this is someone who has been performing for a while and then sort of through that process, you obviously end up like doing songs in, in a number of different genres, but that's cool. The guesses that we get from the judges, uh, Ken said Queen Latifah, Nicole said Jennifer Lewis, and Robin, all I have written down is he thinks he, he knows who this is, dot, 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 but not an official guess. Did I write that down <laughs> properly? Well, if that's what he says. I have, yeah, I have Jenny's guess, Ken's guess, and Nicole's guess. I do not have a Robin guess. Yeah, okay. It's entirely possible that he knows exactly who this is and <laughs> we're getting mm-hmm. a shield from us. Um. All right. Quick update. Yes. For the poll, a hundred and four votes in, sixty-eight to thirty-two. So Genuine has lost another percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
Sasha replied to me and said, OMFG, that's so hard. Pony versus so sick. Lol, I think genuine. Yes! And then said, I am meant to, oh yeah, for shiz, for shiz, genuine. So. <laughs> oh my God, Sasha, I, I knew it. Oh, my girl comes through. Okay, great. Awesome. Fantastic. I can move forward confidently in my opinion uh, because I'm easily influenced by others. You just needed one person to agree with you, I guess, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, <laughs> but specifically <laughs> Sasha. Like if Chappelle says Neo, then whatever. Screw that guy. Oh, okay. See, that comes off a little biased because it's like if, if Chappelle had replied and said, Jimmy, but yep, Chappelle gets it. No, whatever yep. Sasha said, don't matter. <laughs> no, well, yeah, but no. Whatever. Look, Sasha agrees with me. So I'll tell you this. I don't think she's going to listen to this. I don't think she'll know. So who cares? It's about what I feel. Okay. All right. That's what you Speaking of what, and that's how Sue sees it. Okay. Speaking of how I feel, the SmackDown. Booyah. Hawk and Tiki in the bottom two. Was this the right call? Okay, so yes, given the fact that the other two are Husky and Sea Queen, it makes full sense. Um, and I'm not really surprised in it. Yeah, I was thinking Hawk for sure. And then the other option, I wasn't 100% sure where we were going to go. I mean, I think if I was choosing, I probably would have put Tiki down there. But you never know with a mass singer. Like once Genuine's name got announced, I got really scared. So I was <laughs> nervous it was going to be Hawk and Husky. The performance is Monster. Or the song choice is Monster by Lady Gaga, which uh, <laughs> I was nervous for the Tiki at first. And this is where I was, again, reconfirmed for me that song choice makes a big difference. And at first I was nervous how the Tiki was going to perform a Lady Gaga song because it initially doesn't really fit his style. But I do think that it got a lot better throughout the performance and solidified for me that most likely the Hawk was going to end up going home. So... I thought the Hawk performed better than the Tiki in the SmackDown. Did you like the rock version? The Hawk turned it into like a rock version? Yeah, and I thought the Hawk brought it back to what they'd be better at and did really well. Because I thought the Hawk had the poorest performance of the four uh, Mm -hmm. outside the SmackDown. But then in the SmackDown, I thought the Hawk took it. So ultimately, I think my personal opinion is mm-hmm. that the SmackDown is more so a filler segment and the person who was going to leave after the four will always leave after the four. How often have we had that tide change? Yeah, I think it's really tough to overturn that. It, but it's to me, it's very similar to the lip sync for your life in Drag Race, where even if someone outperforms, like it doesn't wipe the slate clean. And also there's a lot of production interference, but assuming that it's genuine, it doesn't really wipe the slate clean. Like if you had two people who perform poorly in the main challenge, they're in the bottom two. The person who did way worse usually ends up going home because they have to do like equivalent to the other person. And then so much better to kind of like overcome the hole that they were already in. And I feel like the Hawk didn't do enough better to overcome the deficit in the main performance. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it that way for sure. Yeah. So ultimately, the Tiki ends up winning and the Hawk gets eliminated. Our final guesses for the Hawk. Jenny said Chad Michael Murray. Ken said Cole Sprouse. Nicole said Billy Joel Armstrong. Okay. And Robin, (laughs) I don't remember what he said. Robin said Ryan uh, Philip. Oh, Ryan Philippi. Yeah. All right. Well, they were... All wrong. It was Tyler Posey, the man whose co-star was not at his wedding. 
and he is unfortunately unmasked. Any final words, Puya, for the Hawk? No, Hawk did well, about as well as one can do when a wild card comes in. That's also good. It's going to be hard for you to overcome that. And hey, you made it to uh, the second episode, so that's good. Yeah. So that does it for this episode. We have three performers left. We have Tiki, Husky, and the Sea Queen. And according to the Wikipedia page, and I don't remember if this was announced at the end of the episode, that when we are going to, I believe it is One Hit Wonders Night, it's going to be Group C already. Yeah, that makes sense because that's the format they've been running with now. Um, The only thing is we did get an extra episode, I think, with Group A, and that's because we started with five. Mm. And then we went from five to four. And then then we had the wild card. So, you know, there was an extra episode there. But this makes sense. We're going to go to Group C next. We're going to whittle that down to three. Again, I do not know if the format is then we shuffle around. Are we then just revisiting each group one time? And you Mm -hmm. hear each of them perform once and then it goes down to two. And then we have like a semi with six people. I have no idea what they're cooking this season. Yeah, so it seems like episodes six and seven are going to be group C. So we're going to have Anteater, Candelabra, Donut, and Hibiscus. And then one of those four will get eliminated. And then the Cuddly Monster will come in as our last wild card. Mm -hmm. So then after the episode seven, we'll be left with three people in group C. And then I have to imagine we'll probably go back and do one episode. So one group A, one group B, one group C, because that'll take us to eight, nine, episode 10, and then 11 and 12 are like the two finale episodes. Okay, so if that's how it's going to go, then I think it'll be two people eliminated from each group. Um, yeah, it could before be. Before we get to 11, and then 11 will bring it down to one. Uh, sorry, bring it down to two, and then the finale is just the two performers. I assume. Yeah, I don't know. Assuming there's going to be twelve episodes. The other option is is that because last season was fourteen, so they could end up just taking the top two and then doing, as you said, some kind of shuffle. But we'll have to see. We're on to Group C next week. This is the Liana group. <laughs> because, donut. Yes, <laughs> you. Yes, donut is Puya's one chance. Which I'm so nervous for because if Donut wins, then I'm just SOL. But we're if still gonna Donut have a good wins, time. Are you are you completely out? I don't think so. No, because I still have uh from You have Gazelle, first, right? I have Gazelle, yeah, I have the Gazelle from the first group. You don't have that cow though. Nah, can't get that cow. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. I feel, I mean, again, the donut would have a huge disadvantage, but just has to survive two two eliminations, so I mean, honestly, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. <gasps> Unless it's the royal hen of that group. But you're right. I, so we'll I, see. Um, yeah. What did you say the theme was? One one hit wonder week? Yes. One hit wonder. I'm very much into that. I'm very excited to see what that's going to entail. Me too. I'm really looking forward to it as well. I, I mean, I think you kind of can't go wrong with a one hit wonder. The whole point is that it was a hit. So <laughs> like, they're all going to be hits, right? Obviously. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Puya. Well, we'll be back next week to talk about all the one hit wonders. And you are the one hit wonder of my life, Puya. Where can Whoa. people find you? <laughs> is that an insult or is that a positive? I don't think that's a positive. That means I had one shining moment. No, I think it means like because you're the you're the one the one person. Like there's no more hits in my life. It's just you. Ah yeah. 
It's <laughs> just you. Sorry. <laughs> I spilled. But we're fine. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Puyas. And you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. That's where I am when I'm not podcasting. So come through and say hi. I would appreciate it as always. Uh, as far as my other podcasts right now go, and I've been doing Traders Canada with exit interviews. It's been a good a bit of fun. And 90 Day Fiance still going strong. I've got two episodes a week coming. I'm juggling the idea of making 90 Day the other way a bi-weekly podcast because of the shorter episodes we've been getting. So We'll see what the decision ends up being there. And um, Big Brother, almost coming to an end, but not yet. I'll be there Friday mornings to talk about everything happening on the live feed updates. Yes. Oh, my gosh. What a slog. And you can find me on Twitter at Liana. Why are you so mean to me? No, not you, Big Brother. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Valid, valid, valid. valid. You're good. good, good. I'm trying to consistently compliment you. Okay. You called me a one hit wonder. But not specifically the one hit wonder of my life. (laughs) No, but that's not true. (laughs) Why? Because of Clam? You have so many accolades. Yeah, but I love you. Love you too, but that's not what that means. Anyway, you can catch me listening to Genuine on Spotify. I'm one of the 6 million monthly listeners. Uh, you can obviously check out everything else that I'm doing. Mike and I are doing the BNB. As I said, I want to again plug, please help us figure out the game for this week. It's a survey. If you could just fill it out, it's on my Twitter at Liana RHAP. That would be awesome. And then other than that, I'm chilling for a little bit until Lego Masters uh, comes back. We're going to be doing the next three episodes so it'll be in a couple weeks whatever just you know keep an eye out for it that does it for us on the mass singer enjoy your afternoon and i don't remember what puya says at the end of these podcasts so have a great time bye who's under there i wonder i want to know what i can't see who's under there i want to talk about this and the same thing who's under there